1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SP Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant, Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Tia Johnston, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meredith Heinz. Thanks for tuning
0: in today. Tia, we have to kick off with the Sugar Bowl win. There's nothing else to talk about. No, there's like, well, there's stuff to talk about, but like, this we is don't the most important about.
1: thing to talk about. <laughs> okay, let me preface this with the fact that, like, I think every single one of our podcasts this week has talked about the Sugar Bowl, including, like, Matt and I's Stick to Sports podcast, Gene and Georgia's, like, I don't care. It's all we're going to talk about on Land Grant Holy Land this week, because I did not expect Ohio State to beat Clemson, let alone beat Clemson by three scores, Like, were you
0: expecting that, Meredith? I certainly wasn't. Additionally, Tia, we are allowed to talk about it as much and as long as we want because the entire lead-up for weeks to the Sugar Bowl was all about how Ohio State lost last year and how they didn't play enough games and how Ohio State was going to absolutely get demolished by Clemson. So given all of that, we can have as many podcasts, as many columns as we want <laughs> to talk about how great Ohio State was in the Sugar
1: Bowl. Uh, Yeah, and the fact that, like, we've already created, I think, two t-shirts that referenced Dabo ranking us number 11. Like, Ohio State fans are never going to let that go. He should have known that. We're the pettiest fan base to exist. <laughs> like, we're never going to stop making t-shirts. Making fun of Dambo doing that, like, which I think we'll get to later. But I just want to say, and I told this to Matt on our podcast yesterday, I don't care about anything else other than the fact that Chris Olave, because before this game, I was reading all these stories about how, he was crying in the locker room after last year's, like, he felt responsible. Coaches were saying, like, he still hasn't let it go, and he's still down on himself. And then I don't know if you saw the camera pan to him during the game last Friday, and he had the biggest freaking smile on his face. And I was like, I don't care what happens after this. Like, I'm just so
0: happy for that kid. It's incredible, and he's had such an amazing career at Ohio State. Oh. So amazing. And – the fact he's continued to be a standout two years in a row and that he was able to redeem himself, to your point, in this game where – and I, I don't – to be frank, I don't think any Ohio State fans blame him for what happened last year. No. You should not be blaming himself. I love that he's using that as motivation, and he obviously showed up to play in the Sugar Bowl. He had two touchdowns, Um, you know, he and – he and Garrett Wilson were sort of running neck and neck for leading receiver, and then when uh, Alave was missing from the Big Ten Championship, you know that that sort of gave Fields less options, certainly. Yeah. But the fact he was able to come back in the Sugar Bowl and just own the Clemson secondary. Oh my missing. gosh! And I'm going to miss him, but like I'm just so
1: happy for Chris Olave ending his career as a buckeye like that. Well, not ending just No, not yeah. ending. Yet. <laughs> not ending. We still have another but, game. Too. I know and I will like I I'm just so high off of this win that I keep literally forgetting that we have to play Alabama because I just was like so focused on the Clemson win. Like beating Clemson was just the perfect start of the new year and now I'm just kinda like whatever else happens is a cherry on top. But
0: working on the preview for the Alabama game, and this happened not too long ago. In the 2014 season when Ohio State made the playoffs, obviously won the national championship, when we beat Alabama, beating Oregon ultimately felt like the cherry on top. It was beating yeah. Alabama that felt like the real victory looking back.
1: And I think that there's yeah. a little bit different in that Because we play Alabama next better than Oregon was, but I mean, and we're we're going to talk about the national championship after the break. But like, yeah, I don't I don't think Alabama is totally unbeatable. Anyway, we have a
0: lot to unpack. from the game we had like for example,
1: Trey Sermon. Like I'm pretty sure we talked about Trey Sermon a lot on our last show. I just am like. I'm just baffled by this whole scenario because in the Northwestern Big Ten Championship when he had, like, his breakout game, I was like, okay, that's because Northwestern did not see this coming. Like, the guy had 68 rushing yards or something like that before this game. He wasn't in there film watching whatever. So I'm like, okay, Clemson obviously now knows that we have this hidden weapon named Trey Sermon. Nope. They still couldn't stop him. I'm just like, where did you come from? And I'm just so happy that we get one more game of him. I wish we had the three missed games that we could have watched him. But, I mean, he's just the gift that keeps on giving. And that smirk. I don't know. (laughs) That's going to go down in history. I mean,
0: mean, first of all, that play was ridiculous. Like, everyone – in the oh, world yeah, like you was, were down he was, he was clearly down he knew he was down but just that that like
1: that but so the
0: camera. camera
1: found the camera immediately like he looked up and like locked eyes with me and i was like oh my god
0: well it's just i mean the convergence of like the smirk and dabo's ranking and then destroying Clemson so like handily I mean, obviously, the fodder for memes has been oh yeah, incredible yeah. this week, and we've certainly taken advantage. Yeah, and the whole game was just, like, so similar to last year's game. It was, like, poetic the oh, way when it Skull all went. He got ejected for targeting, yeah. and Justin Fields continues the drive and throws a touchdown pass, I, I mean, mean. Exactly. Oh. Exactly like that. And even Trevor Lawrence's
1: – interception at the end of the game was similar to Justin Fields which like I will say I kind of feel bad for Trevor Lawrence just because I like him like I like who he is as a person and as a player and I think he's incredible and I think he's the best player in college football and I think he should have won the Heisman so for him to have his last throw in his college career be, be an interception is kind of sad but like I mean, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> it's definitely sad, and I feel like you're right. It's really easy as Ohio State fans to hate on Trevor Lawrence, and I certainly carry disdain for him. But you're right. He he is a good player. He does things the right way. He does need to shave his mustache. Sorry. Um, that reporter was right. <laughs> that was so funny for those of you who missed it in Trevor Lawrence's post game. Uh, interview which was conducted via zoom a reporter forgot to turn her mic off (laughs) or forgot to go on mute and Mm -hmm. said for everyone to hear poor Trevor needs to shave that stash
1: and he handled it so well like you just lost your last college game your last throw was an interception like you should be so down and he just like laughed it off or something and was like thanks (laughs) you know that's kind of speaks to how he is as a person, which I appreciate, and she was
0: just correct. Like he needs the shape <laughs> Like let's be real. like Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. My twenty one. I tried that. this out. <laughs> not working. I was gonna say it added insult to injury, but the real injury we should be talking about is Justin Fields, and it's also an injury we don't know a lot about.
1: And I don't know. People got all mad that he that the doctor didn't tell him what his injury was during the game and just, like, gave him a shot. And I feel like they did tell him, but he is not telling the media that. Like, Ohio State is very private about their injuries, so I don't think that's true. Like, I think the doctors were like, yeah, you cracked a rib, but here's an injection, you're going to go play. I don't think it's this big scandal that everybody thinks it is, you know.
0: No, and yesterday, Justin Fields in – Uh, Ohio State's press conference came out and said that he felt very well treated by the Ohio State medical staff and he felt like they did the right things. and
1: he's supposed to be or he's practicing and he's scheduled to play on Monday so if it was a broken rib I don't think that that would be the case like I don't think I don't think his ribs are broken I don't think it's as serious as we think it
0: is yeah I mean I'm not a doctor it feels like Bruised ribs probably hurt. Feels like broken ribs probably hurt more. (laughs) But I will say, like, you know, during the game, it was very scary looking at the sideline and seeing him, especially – I mean, he looked great in the second half, and he – as you said, he probably – he got something at halftime to help with that pain. Uh, But seeing him at the end of the first half trying to pass on the sidelines and just wincing in pain, and I was texting you during the game because, like, every time he held on to the ball for a little little too long, (laughs) I was like, I don't like this at all. But, of course, he would subsequently throw bombs to his receivers for touchdowns because that's what he does.
1: I mean, it's amazing. And of all the games, I mean, the offensive line has looked good this year. Not, like, great, but good. But they were, like, impeccable against Clemson and that is the one time you want your offensive line to be good because I was like if someone hits Justin Fields right now like he's going to break in half like I don't know how serious this injury is but it doesn't look good and I just I was texting you like I was covering my eyes when he was given the ball and again thank God for Trey Sermon too because just run the ball run out the clock run the (laughs) freaking ball yeah I mean but the fact that he just came out and throws a freaking touchdown pass and then i'm thinking about all of the nfl scouts in the stands or watching this and that's what they want to see from a quarterback you know like the toughness and
0: the perseverance though and i mean you know we talk about alave wanting to redeem himself justin fields was also looking for that this year and you know obviously it was hugely successful and so you know i i don't know justin fields personally i can only speculate But it certainly feels as though if he were pulled from the game, like, he would have been extremely unhappy about that. Oh, for Um, sure. So glad that he was able to finish. Glad that, knock on wood, everything he appears to be in at least good enough health to feel comfortable playing on Monday. But certainly wishing him the speediest of recoveries for, you know, again, whatever it is he's dealing with because we don't don't know. No one knows. (laughs) Might just be a cramp. Who knows? Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I think he was more serious than that. <laughs> he was certainly going to poop. We all know it. Oh,
1: 100%. Okay, well, speaking of Monday, we will talk more about that after the break. So stay with us.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons.
1: Okay, so now we can't not talk about the upcoming national championship, even though a lot of our podcasts this week have been framed around that. But, like, it's one of the biggest things to happen to Ohio State in quite some time. So um, I was just telling Matt on our Stick to Sports podcast that this college football season has been so chaotic, so exhausting, so unpredictable that's just getting to the national championship is something that I feel like we should just be thankful for at this point. Like we didn't even know if we were going to freaking play and now we're in the national championship. So the, like I said before, that Clemson win was so satisfying that whatever happens next is just the cherry on the top. As for what happens next, like, does anyone even know what is going on? Because I've seen 4,000 no. rumors <laughs> <laughs> this game is getting no. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then another reporter is like, no, it's not. And then another reporter was like, Ohio State wants to play. And another one was like, the Big Ten doesn't want to play. And then Alabama is accusing Ohio State for faking these positive tests to get Justin Fields more time to heal. I mean, I've heard. Most of those positive tests are true and that they're within Ohio State's defensive line, who arguably, like, won last weekend's game for us. Like, they were freaking incredible. So if that's true, like, I selfishly would love to see this thing pushed back to see a complete Ohio State team against a complete Alabama team, or at least as close to complete as we can get. I think that might be too much to ask this year. Like, what do you think? Do you think this game is going to get postponed?
0: I I don't think it's going to get postponed. I feel like there's certainly a lot of rumors flying around. I feel like, to your point, there's a lot of folks who are saying, if this is the championship game, we should have complete teams. But it feels like the message, the consistent message from both Ohio State and Alabama and the playoff has been, like, the game's happening. There's been, I think, like, the Big Ten might have been a proponent of pushing, like, well, let's see if we can delay it. And Ohio State's like, meh. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I, I feel like it will certainly get played on Monday. And I also feel like, unfortunately the situation that we're seeing now is bringing out kind of the worst in people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we saw Nick Saban's daughter tweet something really nasty. Um, She ultimately wound up deleting it because it was really crude and nasty. You, You alluded to it earlier, accusing Ohio state of just trying to get more time to rest. Justin Fields, allowing him to recover from injury, saying that the tests aren't real and saying that, you know, if it was Alabama, we would be crying foul on them, too. And she ultimately – she did delete the tweet, like I said. And she – oh, this is so funny. Sorry. One more thing because we have to – she posted it, so we got to share it. She said, you should just play your backups if he's hurt. And so, oh Tardall, gosh. Cardell Jones certainly jumped on that and said, yes. remember what happened the last time an Ohio State backup quarterback played Alabama?
1: I mean – why are you tweeting that? Like, not Cardale, her, like, yeah. Are you just asking to be owned by Ohio State fans at this point? And if you're – I just kept saying, like, uh, for being Nick Saban's daughter, like, you would think that she has been told by him not to tweet things like that.
0: And she obviously got – like, he obviously saw it and got the message and told her to take it down, certainly, because she posted a very – Strongly worded apology. Yeah, she did. Yeah,
1: it's bulletin board material for Ohio State, I guess. And we can take you it. You saw what left.
0: Ohio State just did with Dabo's
1: bulletin board. Material. Right. <laughs> Again, like one, you're tweeting about backup quarterbacks, like what? And then secondly, like yeah, exactly. You saw what Ohio State was so motivated in this game, and now you're just motivating them even more. It was just very.
0: Your happy
1: price, price line. I'm gonna kick myself for saying this. I feel like they're a little bit okay. I feel like Mac Jones is a little bit
0: overrated. Okay, I was gonna say I feel like they have the three best, like the best trio of skill position players between Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, and Najee Harris. That's those are three of the best players in college football. Mac Jones might be overrated, but he also has like Devontae Smith is very good. Like he's, I mean, we'll see how he compares against Alave when they're on the field. Yeah, that's a formidable offense. The good news I feel like is that Alabama's defense isn't as good as it has been, and Ohio State also has a really good trio of skill positions. Yeah.
1: Now, like, that was not true for a while, which is why I think everyone was kind of freaking out. Like, if we have to rely solely on Justin Fields' arm to be Alabama, like, it's not going to happen. And then Trey Sermon is like, hold my beer. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. But I, I think you're right. Like, I guess what I'm saying about Mac Jones is before Devontae Smith won the Heisman, I just felt like he did not deserve to win the Heisman. He is one of the best players in the country, I don't think he is the best, and I don't think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. So seeing what Ohio State did to Trevor Lawrence, I'm kind of optimistic about them being able to stop Mac Jones.
0: I would agree. I feel like well, before Devontae Smith won the Heisman, we we all know, we can admit this. The Heisman falls into oftentimes the trap of giving the high, like giving the trophy to the quarterback of the best team in the country as opposed yeah. to the best player in the country. I right. think they got it right this year. I think Devontae Smith is probably the best player in the country. Oh, for sure. Um, but, it, you know, for a long time it was really easy to say, oh, yeah, Mac Jones is quarterbacking Alabama, therefore he is the best player in the country because he's the quarterback of the best team in the country. But, no, I mean, he's certainly not a bad player. I would agree. He doesn't – it feels like he's not as good as Trevor Lawrence. He definitely has maybe weapons that Trevor Lawrence doesn't have. Yeah. But, again, it's interesting because you look at Clemson, and they have Lawrence, they have Travis Etienne. I always get I feel like I want to, like, over-French his name. (laughs) No. Travis Etienne. Like, Etienne. (laughs) Am I saying it right? (laughs) Yeah. No, you're saying it
1: right.
0: (laughs) It's one of those words when you, like, keep saying it. it There's just way too many vowels in there. (laughs) Yes. Too many (laughs) Ns. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, But they're also loaded at the skill position, and Ohio State's defense was able to match up really, really well. So, you know, we we have data points that indicate that Ohio State is capable of defending a set of great skill position players. Mm -hmm. But we also don't have the data points to indicate, actually, we do. Alabama is much better than Notre Dame. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Congrats, Alabama.
0: Yes. thank you for that data point. It's not super comforting.
1: Also, what's not very comforting is I don't know if you saw Sean Wade come out in the media and start, like, trashing, not trashing, but like, I don't know what word I want to use, like, poking the bear that is Devontae Smith, saying, like, he wants him, or I don't even know what the quote was, but it was like, please, please don't give him motivation, Sean. Like, (laughs) they don't need writing material either. (laughs) No, I'm already nervous about you guarding him as is. Like, you don't need to give him extra fuel to his fire. So that's, like, the one big worry that I have is Sean Wade up against, actually any of our secondary up against Devontae Smith. But if our defensive line is, like, somewhat healthy and is able to
0: play, hopefully that will compensate for that. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the reality is Sean Wade has been something of a disappointment this year. I think we can all admit that.
1: I I mean, this is, like, his make-or-break game. Like, this is the time for him to up his draft stock, so maybe that will be enough motivation for him to, like, have the best game of his year. Maybe. I'm telling myself that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: I do want to say, and I see your show note that you agree with me, but like. I am happy that Devonte Smith won the Heisman. Good for him. Yeah. And oh,
1: this is what I was gonna say. So Cam, my husband, knows somebody who used to coach at Alabama last year, and <laughs> and he was talking to him about Devonte Smith and the fact that he is not only like one of the best players in the country and an incredible wide receiver, but he is like one of the nicest guys you will ever meet, and he's kind of like Terry McLaurin in that way. Like, that's yeah. who the Alabama guy who is now a scout, uh, co- that's who he compared him to, which maybe even have – because I didn't really know much about him other than the fact that he was constantly making ESPN highlights. Like, apparently he's just this incredible person. So when he won the Heisman, I was like, okay, finally, they're giving it to something other than a running back and a quarterback and it's to a
0: great guy who had a great season, like the
1: perfect ending. Oh, for sure. And
0: I was I was reading up on him this week, and every article that I read was all about what an amazing work ethic he had, how he came in so, so undersized, and people just never gave him the benefit of the doubt. They call him the Slim Reaper, which I think <laughs> is a really great nickname. <laughs> this is a fun stat that Dave found for me, actually. Uh, since the year 2000, only – Three players have won the Heisman who are not quarterbacks. They all are from Alabama. So uh, it was Derrick Henry mm-hmm. in 2015 and Mark Ingram in 2009. Isn't that wild? That is wild. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, based on Alabama's track
1: record. I, would, I just want to see like a defensive player win it. Like it is not the best offensive player in the country. It's just the best player in the country. Oh, How? I mean, Chase, Chase not Young had,
0: you had such a chance last year. Damn you, Joe Burrow! Year. I don't even remember. Oh, Joe Burrow. I yeah. Mean, okay. Not damn okay. you, Joe Burrow. You're <laughs> you're great. We love you. He deserved it, I guess. Yeah. But just seeing one of Ohio State.
1: Yeah. Ohio State <laughs> won the Heisman last year, so. <laughs> I mean, just seeing Chase Young play football right now, though, it's kind of like,
0: how did he not
1: win the Freakin' Iceman?
0: Yeah, but, well, speaking of, and and I know we've got to wrap up, but speaking of Chase Young and poking the bear, did you see that he said, yep, I want Tom Brady. He wants Tom Brady, and then when kind of asked if he stands by that statement, he was like, yes, (laughs) I I do want Tom Brady. No, like, I'm taking it back.
1: And he's deserved the right to say that you know like it'd be different if he's not performing but oh my god he's like single handedly winning games for washington
0: so (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) a less uh a less positive ohio state product has not been doing great and is not there anymore so
1: but don't you love that like i know we're really getting off topic and we will wrap up soon but i just love the fact that Dwayne Haskins is, like, de-captained, whatever word you want to use for that. And so then they replace Chase Young as a captain, joining Terry McLaurin. Like, that team is just Buckeyes leading the way. Um, completely amazing. Makes me so happy. Yeah. All right, well, um, so I Bad just note. <laughs> want to say that, like, we're pretty much ending this college football season the same way we started, with all of these rumors circulating. No one knows what's happening. The bummer here is, is the fact that, like, new stories and rumors come out every single day. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, none of this applies, and we're actually going to know something. So um, just to keep that in mind. This is coming out on Saturday. We're recording on Friday.
0: But before we completely wrap up the show, do you want to do our shout-outs? Um, yes, uh, I've been waiting for this my whole life, but shout out to the Cleveland Browns for making the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. I can't
1: believe it's been that long. Oh, like, I'm gosh. not a Browns fan, so, like, I I did not know it has been that long. That's we incredible. Are what,
0: we are what they call long-suffering. Oh, but, yeah, uh, we beat the Steelers' backups last week to secure our spot and now we have to play the Steelers first string to continue <laughs> um, without our coach and without a lot of uh, key players so did you have did We're you just, have Miles Garrett uh, we have Miles Garrett Kevin Stefanski our coach tested positive for COVID um, and we've continued to have uh, challenges among the staff and the players but you don't have yeah. staff the good, the good <laughs> news is, uh, unlike when we played Jacksonville, at least we have our wide receivers back this week. There's a plus. That is a plus. You need them. <laughs> you need them. They they were there. Well, no. Well, okay. So, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I was hating on him for a long time because he obviously went to Michigan, yeah. and the Browns drafted him, and I was unhappy about that. Uh, he – uh, has been coming on strong at the end of the season. Unfortunately, was knocked out last week with a concussion. Probably will not be playing this week. Uh, but other than that, we do have Jarvis Landry back. We've got Richard Higgins. Hollywood Higgins, they call him. So funny. Anyway, we're going to move on. So, so excited. There's so Yay. many videos of, like, Browns fans celebrating. Highly recommend watching uh, the play-by-play radio announcers video. It's very heartwarming.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to watch that game. Just because I know so many Browns fans in my life so i will be rooting for them for you let's see i didn't really prepare okay i guess i just want to do like a little psa because i know the news is very dark and heavy yet again um so if you need to take a break like please log off twitter and please stop watching the news we got kind of like a message from our she's in charge of all of the college football blogs and she's like just log off if you need to and i feel like that's an important message for everybody because like go watch netflix or watch a baking show or something that brings you peace yeah watch the browns
0: (laughs) that's not bringing (laughs) you peace at all to you uh (laughs) definitely everyone has to we got to take care of ourselves now
1: yeah and have a wonderful peaceful weekend and that is all we have so as a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at tia johnson underscore meredith at meredith Hine, and the site at landgrant33. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl, and as always, go bucks.